Before we start this special playoff edition of Road Trippin', we want to tell you about our great partners over at Oakley. Trust the best in the eyewear business with your summer fit this year. Oakley is not only the best looking eyewear on the market, but also the highest quality. Get over to oakley.com to snag a pair today. That's oakley.com. Yo, <laughs> please, Lord, win Miami. I don't want to okay. go back to Boston. Having said that, welcome into this edition of Road Trip with RJ Channing. I'm your host, Allie Clifton. That's where we're going to dive in first. <laughs> don't give him space to say. I went last night with uh, Brazi and Doug. I am wildly hungover right now. Oh, in Miami? Oh. <laughs> Where'd you go? Where are the hot spots? No pun intended. Uh, I went out to dinner. I'm staying at the Epic Hotel. So I went to Zuma, drank way too much wine, and then wandered the streets like a... Ended up at 11. ODIM. What's 11? No, I did not go to 11. I will never <laughs> go back to 11 ever again. Why never I love back that place to 11? Too. Dude, I will not go back to 11. When I walked out of 11 one time, and it was 10 o'clock in the morning, I said, this is the devil's house. You were in a place, an establishment, until 10 a.m.? Allison, it's called having a good time. Maybe if you didn't work so much, you could have one. Oh, oh wow. is that what we call it these days? <laughs> um, all right, guys. Let's dive into um, the heat. Are they going to get the sweep? <laughs> are we going to get the sweep? Are we going to get? Are they going to yeah. get the sweep? I'll let Richard go because I go to the games and watch them. What does that mean? Richard, is the series over? What, what, I believe for... Marcus Smart oh, just put out, saying. don't let us get one. They won't. Oh, they won't. No, I'm joking. Oh, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they won't. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Dude, watching them, like, I've almost not seen a team quit on themselves quicker than the Celtics do. It's wild to watch them. They don't believe in their coach. Some of the players do dumb, emotional things like, like pouty babies at times. They don't know how to win. The Miami Heat dismantled them every single game. You know what's crazy? I'm an announcer, and I watch basketball. There's no one thing. Oh, you I are? Just- you are? But hey, listeners at home, thank you for tuning in. But in case you didn't know what Channing does. He says, you know what's crazy? I'm an announcer, and I watch games. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for saying thank the you. obvious. Watch I appreciate it. Live, motherfuckers. <laughs> hey, uh, no. You're hungover. You are, like, you are so banged up, right? I can tell from your hair, your eyes, your voice. No, 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 no. The shower, no, the shower was to try and wake him up. The trial shower was trying to help him. I can see it. I can see it. The shower was not, oh, I just go to the shower. That's why my head's a little messy. No, the shower was to try and survive you with the water and lemon. I see it. Can I tell you guys, can I read to our listeners, not to Rich and Channing, because they already know this. I sent a reminder text because these two are above the age of 40. And so they need reminders every once in a while about the start time, as well as because they're so busy. They've got so many things going on. I sent a reminder text at 9.55 p.m. Pacific time, which means it was 5 till 1 a.m. for chanting, saying, see you guys at 9 a tomorrow morning. 
Channing said, oh, Lord, I'll be groggy. (laughs) (laughs) Channing, it is noon. It is noon your time, and you're still groggy. Your eyes eyes are so puffy, it looked like you were eating ass and got pink eye. (laughs) Dude, I was not eating ass. (laughs) Richard. Oh, oh God. That was so (laughs) inappropriate. Dude, was not eating no butt. Where's Lauren? Because <laughs> he's about to dive in. <laughs> okay. Dude, um, back to the Celtics. Back to the Celtics. There's no one thing. Here's what my point is. There is no one thing you could just say, oh, Celtics, do this and you'll win. That, like, when people go, oh, you just got to play hard, that means they don't have a clue how to be fucking supposed to win. Like, you can't just say, oh, Jason Tatum, go play harder, or Jalen Brown, go play better, or Marcus Smart, do this. They Their whole team is fucked. They don't take timeouts correctly. Their chemistry is bad. They don't want to make the correct play all the time. Like, they settle for bad shots and, like, hero plays all the time. They're poor, disciplined team, and they're going to lose very quickly. I still stand by the Miami Heat are not an eight seed. Right. They are probably a, they're a four seed. This is what Spolstra said. You know, we talked about this on the on one of the last podcast. So to watch them go out there and perform like this. Yes, they have no Tyler Hero. Yes, they've been missing Oladipo, like Oladipo's out. But like this is a team that was in the conference finals last year. Right. Are they substantially worse than they were? No, they're probably, you know, a couple of points less, but they are all familiar. Vincent, Strews, Bam, all these guys have been in this system for years. They know what's expected of them. They know what their roles are, all those things. And even Spolstra said that, look, Jimmy took a backseat probably the first half of the year because they recognized that they needed to make Bam and feature Bam and make sure that he was comfortable being featured so that he would be better in the second half of the season. And and look, the Heat have. The Heat have been better in the second half of the season than they were in the first half. But, you know, it's still surprising to see the way they're doing it. But boy, when I tell you, man, togetherness and connectiveness, that trumps talent every single time. Every single time. I believe Malcolm Brogdon spoke with media yesterday. So that's the day before um, this is airing today. So um, before their game four, talking about how, in a sense, like they're so talented offensively when it comes to being able to score. But when shots don't go down, they don't know who they are defensively. I felt like that was who they were and their identity and their DNA a season ago, which got them to the finals. Like, can you truly just lose that all of a sudden? Like, are you surprised? Uh, you and then we're going to give it. the Miami Heat their credit. You, you we're going to continue. Yeah, to talk you about can it. lose it, and I, I think this is where you have Ime and the Missoula situation. Ime, remember the first half? I think they were what twenty-five and twenty-five. Ime's first year, and look, these like to credit to the Boston Celtics, they've had two first-time head coaches in two years. Right. Say what you want about Hardy. Say what you want about Stoudemire. Say like it is tough. It is tough to go through these coaching changes. And look, they're back in the conference finals and they're not playing great basketball. But I think with Ime, from what at least what I saw, Ime had a level of accountability that he was teaching in them and he was instilling in them. And not that Missoula's not, but it's not that they were they were trying their best to, to start where they finished and build off that. But there was some regression 
right? Again, you lose your head coach right before the season started. And I'm not, these aren't excuses. You just see the fruits of the trees that were planted this summer, the fruits of the trees that were planted when you got a brand new head coach. So now that fruit that Channing likes to pick and eat, uh, that's what you're seeing right now is a team that's struggling in the deepest, hottest of fires. They are struggling. I just think <clears throat> Missoula, you as a first year coach, when you get that type of team, it's hard to to like overly coach them because you don't know, like you're winning. So you're like, well, I don't want to mess this up. I don't want to overcoach it and mess it up. But he undercoached. The, as a first year coach, he's not that bad. But like Spo is running circles around him as a coach. Calling the correct time. It's moving too fast for him. Like, Spo is always three steps ahead. Like, if Boston goes on a 4-0 run, it's a timeout. Where, like, if Miami goes on a 10-0 run, it's like, uh, now timeout. And you're like, dude, the momentum is already there. Like, you can feel it in the arena. The, the fans feel timeouts more than he does. Right? He doesn't know how to control the pace of game. And he thinks... Well, if we keep running, like, they need to play fast to make sure everyone can score. And Miami's like, nope, we're going to play this way. And every time Boston goes on a run, Spo goes, nope, boop, timeout. I think sometimes. What's the out of timeout plays? They yeah. are absolute garbage. They, the Boston's out of timeout plays are so garbage, it's almost hilarious. Uh, which leads me to the question. I think a lot of people forget that Ty Lue – was a first-time head coach when he won the championship with you guys in 2016. Like, what was it that Ty, and it, it kind of, you may have just said it, the one thing he was really good at, ATOs, an element of the game that mattered. I remember going back to that Detroit series. And the times, at times, do you disagree oh, with yeah. that? Every, every late game, we got late game shot after late game shot. Now, it was closer. People don't understand that four-game series was a lot closer, and we needed big shots from Braun. Kyrie hit a big shot, I think, in the right corner in game three or four yeah. somewhere. But I'll say this is the difference. This is the difference. And we'll add, and I, we forget this too. Do you know what happened? Okay, you lose Emei. This is now the third head coach that the Boston Celtics have had in three years because we forget about Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens, Brad Stevens was head coach. Then last year, Ime took over. Then this year, Brad Missoula. There again, the fruit of the trees. Like, yeah, there is some, there's some, there's some connectivity there where you like it's you feel like they're they're continuing their thing unexpectedly, but. T. Lou was different, though, because you had LeBron James. And I say that is like LeBron mm -hmm. is the ultimate. And you had peak LeBron James. You had peak and you had a bunch of veterans that I don't want to say understood, but there wasn't, you know, there wasn't like six guys out there at like Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, all these guys that are at the peak prime. You had you had the Chiefs and then you had the Indians, right? Like you had the guys that were the top. Or you had the Chiefs, and then you had the Native Americans. The Native Americans. They're indigenous, indigenous people, indigenous. dumbass. I'm not really a dumbass. I just, you know, have the American schooling system embedded in my blood after 40 years. So, you know what? Blame America. Oh the indigenous people. Years. The indigenous people. Um, no, so, I, so I'm just saying that we had guys that we had our, like, the, the – the roles were very defined. Channing knew when, what series he might play. I knew what series I might not play. It, it, it's very different when you're starting with 
LeBron and building out from there. Great. Yeah, I just don't think <clears throat> they don't have a point guard. And the biggest thing that Ime did was help Marcus Smart be a point guard. And you could tell that Marcus Smart seems lost in his role. Mm-hmm. And every shooter or anybody that they play in that game, they go at a certain person. There's no one they could put in that they don't go at. So, like, they either go at Al Horford, they go at Derek White, they go at Peyton Pritchard, they go at, like, so any lineup that he has as a matchup, they're just like, oh, we're going at this, and now they're in rotation, and then swing, swing, drive, kick. Watch how many times I counted last series or the last two games, they've had streaks of 14 to 18 possessions in a row where they touch the paint and kick out. Imagine that. Every single time they touch the paint, and kick out. You can't win like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you cannot play that much defense. It's impossible. Miami just and- drive, swing, kick, screen, swing, kick, touch the paint, kick out, shot, three, three. Well, three, and, three. and at the end and at the end of the day, and at the end of the day, Boston has to play better. Mm-hmm. I am never a player that will blame it all on a coach. No, no, no. Right? Not. Coaches have their roles. Shooters have their roles. Coaches need to call timeouts properly. He needs to motivate his team properly. He needs to prepare his team properly. And then his team needs to go play, right? Like, got to go play. That, at, at the end of the day, we can say, like, Doc Rivers got fired. Bud got fired. Like, think about this. Like, we can say Doc Rivers, like, could have done things better. But ultimately, James Harden didn't play great in those final three fourth quarters, right? Where they need Joel Embiid did not play like an MVP. Ain't no coach going to draw up a play to make you an MVP. Ain't no coach going to draw up a play to make you an all-star. There's no, there's no, there's no coaching like great players show coaches how to coach. So like if Jason Tatum goes out there and has a 50 ball, right? That ain't coaching. That's a player like LeBron James, say what we want. Game six, LeBron against the Warriors. That ain't coaching. Last night, him going for 40, 10, and 9. Like, that's not coaching. That's just a guy leaving it all out there. Is there enough guys on the Boston Celtics that are leaving it all out there? And currently, right now, we can say no. Are, is there guys on the Miami Heat that are leaving? Like, Kyle Lowry probably needs to have knee surgery after the way, you know, the way his knee is feeling. And he's still out there as a 35-year-old giving it all he has. I don't see the – I see the Miami Heat with more guys on that side than the Boston Celtics. And that part is hard to coach. Let me ask you guys this. Speaking of coaches – where does Eric Spolster rank all time? Two. No, all oh, time. All time all or time? right now? <laughs> all time. Sorry, sorry. Right, all time? Ooh. He definitely. Top, I would say top eight. Oh, yeah, definitely top eight. I, you say top 10, but I, I'm like, I, I can't, as much as I love my basketball knowledge, I, like you would say Riley, you would say um, Popovich, you would say, I would Phil. even obviously Steve Kerr, Phil. Um, you, you know, Lenny Wilkins, you would say guys like daily red R back, right? Like he's mm-hmm. getting in that eight to, you know, eight to 12 range, depending if you look at record consistently, one organization, how many finals they went, he went to three, how many conference finals is he didn't go to the first, he didn't win the championship with, uh, with D Wade and them, post them. What? Seven. I only Seven heard five. you mention one current coach and that was Greg Popovich. Is he top? Oh, I guess, Channing, you said it. Top two. Is he top two in the NBA right now? Yeah, it's him or it's Pop, him, Spo, Steve, T. Lou. That's, and then but, uh, whoever but, else. But this is the thing. 
of those three coaches, this is what what is what is key. Steve Kerr, Greg Popovich, and Spolster. What's something that all three of them have in common? Their front They're office. White. That's true. Spolster is not white, but okay, nice try. Stars. No what stars. No, but they've had stars on and off. Their front office oh, coaching. Yeah. They're all aligned. Like we know that Greg Popovich is the president. RC is the GM. Pop hired RC and then Pop is the coach. So it's like they have a direct pipeline of this is who we want. This is what we need. I'm going to get rid of players. I'm going to bring in players. I'm going to find my guys. Right. Same thing with 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 um, with Spolstra. Pat Riley is there. Spoles his guy and they will ship guys in and out based off of Pat Riley and Eric and, and Spolstra's ability to like a player or for a player's ability to fit in. So many times new GMs come in and fire a coach. Monty Williams just got fired because they got a brand new owner. Right. Are we going to say that there's a lot of better there's there's a bunch better coaches than Monty Williams who just had two straight years uh, of really being first in coach of the year, second in coach of the year. Before that, he helped resurrect a franchise, and then they get a new owner, and they're like, "Well, we want to bring in our new guy." Even Luke, our brother, he takes gets the the, the Laker job. Second year, yeah, uh, Mitch Kupchak gone, and they bring in a new guy. Luke's on the clock. Luke goes to Sacramento. Hat, you know, a rebuild situation. As so, as soon as Vlade leaves, they bring in a new GM. Luke's gone. You see it so consistency. So the fact that there hasn't been front office turnover means that coaches has more have more stability, which means that they can tell a player, if you don't do what I want, you are gone. This isn't like like you see a Daryl Morey, James Harden situation where it's either, oh, it's either going to be James Harden or Doc Rivers. Let somebody say that shit about Steve. Let somebody say that shit about Eric Spolcher. Let somebody try and say that shit about Pop. That's not happening, right? So that's where you see the stability in these franchises and the instability in others. Where's Mike Malone on your is he top five? Because no. I think we don't talk about no. now. Let's no. talk about stability. How is no. he not? In what he hasn't how won. Is he not? In what what do you mean? What, he in what won, but he's so we would say stability of organization, building players, right? Think about Denver, right? And what they've tried to build. Think about uh uh, uh Jamal Murray didn't play last year. But yeah, this they, is they a Western they were, they were Conference just, they were, final oh, team. They were, but they're well, they doing their, Con- like, as a coach, he's doing his job. Like, whether you have players, he still has a job to do. Like, yeah. They went to no, no, no. What I'm saying, teams across okay, the they, What I'm trying to put across is, is he, is he slept on as a coach or as an no. organization? Is Denver no. slept on? No. Well, look, two things. They went to a conference finals when they were young and healthy. They had two injuries to their yeah. main guys, Jamal Murray. They didn't make it to the conference finals. They still made it to the postseason because Jokic right. has improved every single year. And then this year, they're healthy and they get to the conference finals, right? Our NBA finals now for the first time. I'm not going to sit up here and say this person is a great coach. He's a very good coach. But like, what, like, and I'm not, and look, they win a championship. I think he gets, he gets right there. Would I say he's a better coach than Monty Williams? Not off of what I have seen, but he's a very good coach. Very good coach. I wouldn't put him in like top top ten all time because he's been there eight years. No, no, not all time. Oh, you're talking about like he's a top top five top five current coach. Yes, you can put him in there. You can put him in there. Okay, but that's like I don't think it's I don't think it's a disrespect, and that's obviously a strong 
conversation that you have to have when it comes to the Denver Nuggets because he's made it very clear how disrespected they feel as a team and an oh, organization. No, Having said whining. that, I don't think quit it's time whining. to I don't think it's time to become yet a prisoner of the moment and put him as like a top NBA coach. I think to your to both of your points, I think he's done a hell of a job, absolutely, and he deserves well, credit for that. And, and I, I love the think... coaching motivation. I like the coaching motivation, mm-hmm. right? That's what the national media. What's the first thing you tell your players? What's the first thing you tell your players? Don't watch the media. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, that's Hello. first thing you tell your players. First thing you do is you tell your players, don't watch the media. So then you get a coach up there saying, I've been watching the media and nobody's been talking about us, right? That's one. But the fact that you want to sit up there and cry and complain. It's just to motivate your players. And I respect that. But the fact that you want to sit up there on a pedestal and say, people are only talking about the team that won a championship in 2020. The people are only talking about the team that has 18 championships. People are only talking about the team that has LeBron James. They're not talking about us, a team that has never been to the finals. They're not talking about us, a franchise that has never won a championship. Why are they not talking about us? Why Why the hell you think they're not talking about you? Go do it. What? In this business? Come on. Come on, Mike. In this Come business, on, Mike. You, this Mike, is what we call I love a tease. the Hold that Mike. thought. It's going to be I love the motivation. coming out tomorrow's episode. I love the we'll motivation, the Denver Nuggets a little bit more. <laughs> it's Michael. It's Michael. Ma'am. It's Michael. And having said that, let's call a timeout on this episode right now to talk about our partners over at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. The conference finals are underway, and you can get some extra skin in the game with Prize Picks. All first time users that deposit and use the promo code ROADTRIPPIN will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100, which means if you deposit $100 using our sign up code, Prize Picks will give you $100. Bucks. <laughs> what, you what's your name, Shannon? With our code and deposit, $50, bucks, Prize Picks will give you. $50. 50 bucks. <laughs> How does it work? Well, pick between two and six players and select whether they will score more or less than their prize picks projections. You can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch, including NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, UFC, PGA, college football, Soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, and much, much more. Let's get into my prize picks for tonight's game four of Celtics Heat. Channing's in Miami. Look, as Miami goes for the series sweep against, you know, Boston. For our first pick, we're looking at Miami's Kyle Lowry. We like Kyle Lowry to get more than 16 and a half combined points, rebounds, and assists. He's had at least 16 in seven of his last nine games, and we think he's going to fill out the box score again tonight. For our second pick, We're going to repeat our winner from last show. That's right, Channing. We got Jason Tatum to grab more than 10 rebounds. Tatum has hit double-digit rebounds in six of his last eight games, and he'll need that to get it done tonight. So to recap, our picks for tonight's Celtics Heat Game 4 are Kyle Lowry to get more than 16.5 combined points, rebounds, and assists, and Jason Tatum to get more than 10 rebounds. At prize picks, you aren't competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available for that day's games. Prize picks injuries can be made in 60 seconds or less. You just saw how easy it was for Rich to make his picks. Prize picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Download prize picks today and play daily fantasy sports with the Road Tripping crew. Make sure to use promo code Road Tripping when you sign up. All right, before we close out this episode, I want to get your thoughts real quick. Who do you think Denver wants to play? The Celtics or the Heat? Oh, the Celtics. The Heat. The heat. <laughs> Glad Either we're aligned. It's a barbecue ticket. Well, because this is why. This is, let me say. Let me say why they want to play. That why they want to play the Heat. When you are a talented team, 
talent scares you, not hard playing, right? I don't care. Like, with all due respect to Bam, with all due respect to, do we question how hard the Denver Nuggets play? No. Right? Like, let's be real. Is somebody going to outwork Gilkic? No, that's who he is every damn night. No one's going to outwork him, right? No one's going to outwork the Denver Nuggets. So then it falls into talent. Like the Lakers, they were grinding. Miami Heat, the Knicks, these teams grind. The Denver Nuggets low-key are a grinded team, mainly because of Jokic. Don't let the passes, the jump shots, and all of that stuff fool you. They work. Aaron Gordon works extremely hard. Jeff Green, all these dudes are grinders. So you don't have to worry about whether or not they're going to play hard. Jason Tatum and that Boston Celtics team have a ton of talent. Those boys can just shoot you out of the gym if they figure it out. And they got bigs that can cause some problems because they got multiple bigs, which, you know, not any other team that you would say has that. Uh, Yeah, I just think Miami's small. I, I, they're just not a big team. And I think Jokic, like, Bam is going to – you can't go in a zone, right? And then the way that, my, or the way that Denver moves – that's a lot of action from Miami and Jokic. Uh, I mean, Miami doesn't have a really deep, big bench. They have a smaller bench. So, like, if Bam gets in foul trouble, who are you putting in? Zeller and Caleb? Like, they're going to get barbecue chicken versus Jokic. Mm-hmm. Fair. That's well, we shall see. We won't have to wait much longer. Heat Celtics game four is tonight. Obviously, the Heat with the 3 0 lead as we speak. Uh, before we wrap this up, uh, shout out and congratulations to Carmelo Anthony on his retirement after 19 seasons, 10 time all-star, but it leads us to also the topic that we are going to discuss first thing on tomorrow's episode. So stay tuned. It's another edition of road Trippin'. This episode of road Trippin' has been brought to you by our friends at discount tire. Let's get you taken care of discount tire is the largest independent tire retailer in the nation with the biggest selection of tires and wheels. We know you'll find something you love for your vehicle. Log on to discounttire.com and use Treadwell the world's only tool that gives you transparency on how tires really perform and personalized recommendations based on where and how you drive. Learn about the tire life and the tire costs to help you choose the right tires with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Here's a quick tip from the Discount Tire experts, and you can prevent tire wear and boost gas mileage by keeping the right air pressure in your tires. Tire air pressure supports the weight of your vehicle. It's important to check always for safety. Visit DiscountTire.com to learn more about tire safety, or if it's been over a month since you last checked your tire pressure, stop by one of their local stores for a free tire safety and pressure check. And remember, road trippers, you get 30% shorter average wait times when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com.